You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heavenly Holt. Open Mic Spotlight features intimate conversations and performances with both local and touring musicians and artists. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at Heather Lee Holt at openmicspotlight.com. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today we have Brandon Peterson. Hello. Hello. Thanks How's for having it going? me. It's going good. It's going good. Yeah. Happy to be here. Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? So uh, I'm Brandon Peterson, and I'm one half of a project called Cloud Caverns, and uh, the other half being my buddy Dan Bowser, who lives up in New York. We've been doing albums together for like four or five years now. It's been a little bit different lately. Dan got married. He's been super busy working. So the last two albums I did by myself, but the first two albums we did together. And uh, now we're working together again. He's he's ready. He's ready to go. He's settled. He's married. He's boring like me now. So we're going to start uh, working on some songs together. He's ready for some new projects. Yeah. Yep. It's time. Well, let's go ahead and go straight into your first song. And this is called Spoils. You want to talk about it a little bit? Sure. I wrote this a few years ago, and it's about kind of like the uh, the work-life balance, trying to maintain your art while also eating. <laughs> speech that you would dread in front of crowds or in your bed late at night rehearsing all those silly fights every argument a light to the candle in your head and you were stronger than you know Stages stained with gold. If you just travel in, just for now, don't mind your funds. How you like to eat just once. This week or this month, ain't it funny how? How our dreams are all laid out. Life gets in the way, so we live on day to day. I guess I'm stronger than I know, and each stage is stained with gold, and each silver microphone. to say what I want to say what I need to say 
what I've got to say. So good. Thank you. So I discovered you by Pitch Sifter. Thank you, Soundcore. <clears throat> it is a wonderful thing that you do. You release or you share five songs that have just been released this year as a download, and it's $5 a month. Yeah. I, I had not known about it. Stratton just reached out, and through him, you reached out. And I think all of this was... Because uh, Joshua Picard has always been posting our music and uh, writing up on us and all that. So I guess Stratton found us through him. You found us through Stratton. So it's cool. I mean, it's all connected. Yeah, Chattanooga. Pretty awesome. I love Josh Picard. He's an amazing writer. He's an amazing music writer and just writer in general. He used to write for the podcast, actually. Oh, really? He used to write the synopsis. He's written my bio. He writes. All kind of great write-ups about people's albums, and he is a Stella fella. I love his radio show too. Like, mm-hmm. I think oh, it's weekly or biweekly. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, it's so good. Like everything. Yeah, I feel like we have the same exact taste, so it's uh, cool. <laughs> I know. He gives a lot of support to the Chattanooga music community sure. out of the love of his heart. Seriously, mm-hmm. that's so cool. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. And Stratton, too. Everything that he does with Soundcore and all the things he's innovating to try to build the music economy one step at a time. Yes. Makes me want to do more. Hence the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So your studio artist name is Cloud Caverns. Yes. I'm not even sure where the name came from. Dan made it up and we're both really bad at naming things and we're kind of just throwing words out of the wall and somehow we put those two together and we're like, all right, that kind of, that kind of makes a cool image. So let's go with that. It's kind of Chattanooga E2. Yeah. 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 Clouds and caverns. Mm -hmm. You can go above the clouds in Chattanooga. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. We don't have that in New York. When I first moved here, I was on Lookout Mountain at like 6 a.m. and I drove up and I was like, it's really foggy. And I got up to the top and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was like the sun rising. I was like, I feel like I'm in heaven right now. What's going on? <laughs> yes. 
Super cool. When did you move here again? It was 2015, 2016. Okay. So you've been here a few years. Yeah. Just enough to start to get a taste of everything. Yeah. Definitely a taste. I've gained like 40 pounds and moved here. <laughs> <laughs> the food's really good, but it's so bad for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the South. Yeah. It's a cool city. So Cloud Caverns is mainly a studio project. Yes. The whole beginning of Cloud Caverns was... Um, I had just started writing some songs. I kind of wanted to like practice it and just hone my craft a little bit. And Dan had just started doing audio production. So it was kind of like a meet in the middle thing. Like, hey, you want to practice production? I'll practice writing and we'll get together. So we'd get together like twice a week probably and just work out of, he had like a little shed, like no joke, a shed in his backyard. The roof was caving in. It had like a little window AC unit and a little heater. And we put down a wood floor to make it feel legit. And there was just like a, a sheet as the ceiling. Like, yeah. that's what held everything in. There were spiders everywhere, and it was disgusting. But uh, somehow we wrote, wrote and recorded an EP in there, and uh, people actually liked it. So we uh, we just kept it going, and we recorded two LPs, and we got a band, like a backing band. We started playing live. We didn't really ever plan on playing live, but it kind of just worked out like that. What kind of shows did you play? It was mostly, like, up in New York, Northeast kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, some um, nonprofit called Spark Boom, like took us under their wing and they promoted art. I guess it was kind of like a, it's like an art council and uh, they would just kind of have shows here and there around the island. And mm-hmm. yeah, so they took us under their wing. We played our friend Raj Tawny Blues. We played in a, <laughs> a place in Massachusetts and it was like literally a cellar and it was just infested with spiders. And it was like, you were playing on the dirt. It's like, what are we getting into here? <laughs> it's like a, a legendary show for us. It's like, wow. It's like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> That's the best, though. Yeah. The best shows. Yeah, the people who come out. Unforgettable. Yeah, you always meet people at those shows, and Mm -hmm. they're super supportive, and you make friends like that. So So Dan still lives in New York. Yes. And you guys are going to kind of do, like, uh, go back and forth. Yeah, we. uh, this was the plan for the last two albums, but he he works for BuzzFeed. He works, like, 80 hours a week. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a really cool job. He works for AM to DM. I guess it's, like, their morning show. He's like the sound guy. He's just been super busy, and I'm really impatient. So I was like, yeah, we'll work together, we'll work together. And I was like, hey, man, I recorded an album. Sorry. Uh, I recorded a second album. Sorry. <laughs> but now I'm like, all right, now I have a baby. I'm working a lot. He's working a lot. And I'm like, all right, let's just take it slow. and now just do. the same pace. Yeah, we'll, we'll do singles this year. Like, we won't focus on an album at all. I'm all about albums, but it seems like the shift of the, uh, like, the focus of the music industry has kind of shifted yeah, away from that. Yeah, we are going to do a cover. And you're going to do Green Grass by Tom Waits, which I'm really excited about. I really love your style of music. Lay your head where my heart used to be All the earth above me Lay down in the green grass Remember when you loved me Come closer, don't be shy Stand beneath the rainy sky The moon is over the rise Think of me as the train goes by Hear the thistle and the bramble Whistle didn't he ramble 
Now there's a bubble in me And it's floating in the Stand in the shade of me Things are not made of me The weather vane will say It smells like rain today God took the stars and he tossed them Tell the birds from the blossoms You'll never be free from me He'll make a tree from me Don't say goodbye to me Describe the sky to me if the sky falls, mark my words, we'll catch mockingbirds. <whistles> Lay your head where my heart used to be. The earth above me Lay down in the green grass Remember when you loved me Beautiful. Thank you. You have a beautiful whistling sound, <laughs> too. Thanks. Wow. Channel that inner Andrew Bird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we were just talking about Andrew Bird recording Jake. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Man. His new stuff sounds so good. I can't wait for that album. I have not listened oh, to it. I also You're so behind. I know. You gotta catch up. Let's talk about your musical influences. I've always been a huge fan of like um Ocarilla River, obviously Tom Waits, Damien Jurado, kind of folky guys. For like way back, I really liked like a lot of heavier music like growing up. And I think some of that kind of bleeds through, like progressive kind of stuff. So it's kind of just like a Menagerie. You know, what do you mean bunch. progressive kind of stuff? Stuff like Thrice. If you're going really progressive, like stuff like Between the Buried and Me growing up, like really heavy oh, stuff. Yeah. But like, you know, times change. And So who do you, who would you say that you take the most inspiration from for your writing? I think it's kind of a mix, but I would say mostly Iron and Wine. I feel like I, that dude just never runs out of things to write about. Oh, it's know. awesome. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. You could take such a simple song like, most of his songs are like four chords and it just like makes such a nice story. I just love hearing him talk about how he writes and everything. I remember seeing something about on the song uh, Tree by the River. It's kind of like a love song that he was writing for like 10 years and he couldn't figure out how to make it like pop. And it was pretty much, he was making it too personal. He's like, just say vague things and people will connect to it. Mm -hmm. And I kind of use that a lot. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I love Sam Beam. Did you uh, catch him at the Tivoli? Oh, it's so awesome. He'll probably be back. He's played there a few times, so. Yeah. Tivoli's been getting some great artists. Yeah. yeah Thank really, you, Tivoli. Really cool. All right. Well, we're going to do A Day in the Sun, and this is a studio recording, and you want to talk about it? Without getting too political, it was kind of a reactionary song right after the election last time around. I just keep repeating the line, I don't know, because it's just, I didn't know. It's like, I don't even know where this is going to go. I mean, I'm going to go into it with an open mind, but 
<laughs> and it went exactly where we were afraid it would. Yeah. So mm. my wife was like, you say, I don't know a lot on this song. I'm like, I literally didn't know. So I mean, We all still don't know. Yeah. Just felt like the floor was taken out from under everything right. that we had worked on for years. Yeah. So I look forward to hearing this song. Here we go. And if it's all wrong to see the memories of our dreams, then I won't choose to be part of the charade. Now I don't know just why we love and then we die, but somehow I knew that you'd understand. And now I don't know. Seven days and I don't know if you could even grasp the way that I know I am not the same. For two long years we fought the good fight, the long nights, the tears on the back deck breaking down. On some solid ground, solid ground, just in time for the walls to fall back out. And is it so wrong to think that we all deserve a chance to? To live, to think, to love and to romance I'm sorry, son, we don't accept this medical plan Get a job if you can bear to stand For two long years we fought the good fight The long nights, the tears on the back deck Solid ground, solid ground, just in time for the walls to fall back out. For long years we sat on curbsides in Sheep and the shepherd lay back down. Now we finally found ourselves on some solid ground, solid ground, just in time for the walls to fall back
That was a great song. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's talk about your day job. Uh, I do construction full-time, uh, like home remodeling, stuff like that. It's a pretty creative job, so I enjoy it. It's a whole other skill. Yeah. In itself, I can attest to that. <laughs> it saves you a ton of money, that's mm-hmm. for sure. My dad did it when we grew up, and I kind of started working with him back in New York and moved down here, wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and then all of a sudden I was doing construction again, so I guess I'm just a construction guy. People always need people to fix stuff. Yeah, and like I like like I love painting. Like I just put an audio book on and just zone out for like ten hours straight. Yes. Yeah, no one wants to paint. Like no, everyone hates painting their own place, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's I awesome for me. What, I am renovating the outside of my house, and I have to scrape and get lead paint down oh, to the wood, nice. and then I get to paint. Yeah. And when I get to the painting, after all of that sanding, yeah, it's the prep that sucks. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's like. I could paint. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good. So do you work for yourself or? Uh, it's me and one other guy. Cool. Yeah. Like a, your own business kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, we're both like just sole proprietors. So mm-hmm. we just kind of, hey, you got work? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very laid back situation. That's great. Yeah, it's fun. I like doing it. I, every time I hear my wife come home from work and she's just stressed out. like, What does she do? She's actually a fragrance evaluator. So mm-hmm. like, you know, those little scent strips and magazines. Yeah. She works for the company that made that. So she's she's the nose. She has to make sure that all the scent strips smell correct. So she comes home and she's just burnt out and stressed out. I'm like, oh. She's like, I don't want to smell you right now. <laughs> Smelt enough. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you get nose blind after a while. You do. It's I like mean, when it's like listening. being on a, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mixing. There, there's points where I'm like, I'll be mixing a song for like six hours and I'm like, I, I just can't figure this out. This just sucks. And then the next day I come back, I'm like, oh, it sounds fine. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you just keep changing it back and forth and. Yeah, same deal. Just eventually you've done way too much to it, and you're like, ah, scratch it, start over. Yeah, yeah, this song's crap. So you have a kid? Yeah. Boy or girl? Uh, Baby girl. Uh, She just turned a year old like two days ago. What's her name? Elodie. Elodie? Yeah, and uh, yeah, we have a new song coming out, Odd Thing, and it's kind of, I was singing, uh, I sung the chorus for her. We were just playing in her room, and I was just playing guitar, and I was singing for her, and uh, I was like, that's kind of catchy, so I kind of just wrote it into that song. I was like, "This is like really literal for me," but I'm just yeah. gonna go with it. But you'll you'll see it. <laughs> that should it's coming out on the 26th. So, oh, I can't wait to hear it. You're gonna play that last your studio. Yep. Recording. Any other hobbies? Uniqueness? Oh, I mean, things weird, weird things. Nothing crazy. I just like to hang out with the family and read. It's like my main thing. So why'd you move to Chattanooga? Uh, my wife's job, actually. They had an office here. It was either New York, which is too expensive, Brazil, I'm good, <laughs> or Paris, which sounds really cool, but um, I don't think also I can move expensive. to Paris. Yeah, like way too expensive. So Chattanooga was kind of like the, the nice meeting ground. And she had been down here a few times, and she just loved it. So I had been to Nashville a few times. She's like, hey, feel about Chattanooga? I was like, all right. <laughs> sounds good. I'll take it. Yeah, it's right in the middle of Knoxville, Nashville, Atlanta. Yeah, get yeah, sick of Chattanooga, you just it's go somewhere a good spot, else. yeah. Day trip. Yeah. It's great. All your family and her family's back in New York still? Her family actually followed us down, so my family's still back. That's so lovely. I got children. They were like, uh, hey, we're going to move down. And we're like, hey, uh, we're having a baby, so enjoy retirement. (laughs) So now you'll be babysitting. (laughs) That's so great. Did they move close to you, too? Yeah, they're in Ringgold, so I mean, they're 30 minutes away. They probably got more room in Ringgold. Oh, man, their house is so nice. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do another song. You're going to play 
I Don't Want to Change You by Damien Rice. Wherever you are Know that I adore you No matter how far I can go before you But ever you need someone Not that you need help in But if ever you want someone I am more than willing Oh, and I don't want to change you I don't want to change Wherever you go, I can always follow. I can feed this real slow. If it's a lot to swallow, if you just want to be I can wait without waiting If you want me to let this go is not for fun then it's doomed cause water races water races down the waterfalls oh water races water races down the waterfalls oh change you I don't want to 
song glad i found you on the old pitch sifter <laughs> i'm glad you found me too. yeah likewise yeah. i was checking out your album it's awesome i mean Thank it's you. cool that there's like a, a person with like in a studio like three minutes from my house I mean, yeah that's just awesome i don't know <laughs> and there's a lot of people doing this nowadays <clears throat> yeah everyone has a studio in their house so it's kind of changed the whole remember when that didn't used to be the case yeah in my old band we'd have to go to nashville and pay like a lot of money to record an album and like it sounded great but it's nice that you could just do it for like 200 bucks now like total like i think the last two clock cameras albums maybe costed 200 dollars total <laughs> combined really <laughs> just paying like a couple of people to track on them and just distribute them it's really it i mean once you have the gear you're good it's true i will say it's kind of great getting other people to do it, though. Having yeah. that artistic creative from a bunch of people. It's kind of why I want to work with Dan again, because like, yeah. I've been going crazy the last two years. Like You never know if something sounds really good when you're doing it by yourself. Like You have an idea, and then someone else will come with their idea, and it's like, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot more sense. So. so goals, what you got coming up? I think it's just uh, we're going to release. One song at a time? Yeah, one song at a time. We're going to do a bunch of singles this year. I probably have like, 15 songs written, so we're kind of just going to... You want to try to play out and try to nuke at all? Yeah, maybe. Um, it's kind of like my goal for 2019, kind of like break out of my shell a little bit. I've been like super reclusive the last couple of years, so yeah, be cool. They got the, a bunch of open mics in town that are <clears throat> actually starting to be really great. I know uh, Katrina Barclay has one at, mm-hmm. I think it's at Whole Foods. Been There's one at the that. Songbirds Guitar Museum on oh, Wednesdays, really? okay, cool. and they do like a full band setup, and they have like awesome gear, and nice. a lot of people have started to come, and it like overflows into the other room, and then the one I got started on, which is still the best one in town, if you <laughs> ask me, kind of how this podcast started was based on like people at that open mic, which was the Tremont open mic, mm. and then it has progressed to be like... Okay, more I, of a spotlight I was actually going to do artist. that like four years, or was it maybe like two years ago? Mm-hmm. Someone invited me to do it, and I actually ended up not doing it, but that's kind of cool. Yeah. I could have met you like two years ago doing that. That's so weird. So you run that still? No. The open mic? Yeah. No. Oh, you don't run it? Okay. Mike McDade, who's mm-hmm. also an artist in town, he has been doing that open mic for like 11 years now. Oh, man. That's awesome. It used to be the only thing, yeah. only open mic, really. Well, it wasn't the only one, but it's always been like stellar. It's so good. I know um, up in New York, a couple of buddies of mine did a thing called like one and one I don't know if they do that here at all. It's kind of an open mic where it's themed around a certain band. Like let's say it's like Radiohead. You'll like go in and play like a Radiohead that song and cool. then play one of your originals also. Like That's you, really cool. Yeah, it's a cool idea. I've never done it, but I like the idea. That would be really cool to yeah. do around here. Yeah. Hmm. Keep that in my little <laughs> noggin here. Where can everyone find your lovely music? Everything is on uh, cloudcaverns.bandcamp.com, and it's also on uh, Spotify, iTunes, I think pretty much anywhere, Amazon, all that good stuff. And it's all for free, so 
Don't pay for it. You pay if you want. And on every show, we end with the artist giving a tidbit of advice. Could be about music or not. I'd say uh, temper your expectations, mostly for music, but I mean, it can go for anything, really. It's better just going in with an open mind. And I can't tell you how many times I've released a song. I'm like, this is going to be it. And then, like, absolutely nothing happens. I'm like, well, (laughs) at least I wrote a song, and it was fun. And part of my mind is now in the world, and that's cool. So I would say just... Don't go into it thinking you're going to be successful or make money or anything like that, because that's just going to hurt you in the end. And it's a real long road to the top. Yeah. I don't know if there is a top. <laughs> I know. I feel like there's all different kinds of winning. It's, it's just... Like a carrot on a string. <laughs> just keep chasing it. You don't know what to get till it's gone. There you just go. got to appreciate everything you have, because you never know when it's... Yeah. Even that'll be gone. So... Super true. YOLO. <laughs> Okay, so now we're on to the song about your little baby. My little baby. And you're releasing this song soon. So this is kind of cool that we get to have it on the podcast so quickly. Yeah. Let's listen. And this is another studio recording. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Lovely. And yeah, here it is. Odd thing. Maybe next year when the debt is gone When the car is paid off And the house is done So we ran and we ran and we ran and we ran from this so long And now we see Just how fucking wrong we were Right here, right now, right into this house 
Consider leaving a rating or a review on iTunes, Facebook, or even the OpenMicSpotlight.com website. If you love this podcast, share it on Facebook and tell your friends about the awesome talent you hear on Open Mic Spotlight. It would be a huge help.